What is up boys and girls and welcome to Spill Your Mind's third episode. I hope you're having a good day because I certainly am. For today's episode, I bring in a very special guest. His name is Ashwin De Silva and he goes by @dogfoodlead on Instagram. This guy is an international athlete, a traveler and a big time blogger too. I had a great time talking to him and I hope you do as well. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Peace out. I want to bring a little bit of context into how I met up with Ashwin. Uh, so I, I'm studying in St. Louis's uh, Mangalore over here right now and I'm doing my BBA course. So Ashwin is also doing the BBA course. So that's how we met up. But interestingly, the first two weeks of like joining college, I was like a loner and like I was like a little loner. I was sitting in one end of the classroom with uh, a whole another another group of like you know uh, guys who so technically more, he wasn't a loner uh, yeah i he wasn't i wasn't a loner but i felt alone okay yeah, yeah. So in Next, my heart i was a loner so uh, so uh, so i was with those guys <laughs> that spoke so yeah i was sitting with a group of guys that spoke like hindi and uh, kannada and i had no clue about like what they were speaking so i felt like alone so when i looked to the other side i saw ashwin and a bunch of other friends of us like adina paloma samuel all of all of them sitting together right and ashwin you can't see him right now this guy is a buff dude right he works out constantly and this guy's got he's got guns and when i say he's got guns he can he's got guns just believe me when he say he's got guns so i looked at him and this guy looks so intimidating because he's got big muscles i'm like oh my god this guy is like some big gym freak i can't talk to him if i talk to him he's going to like roast me i'm not going to talk to him no matter what this is like this is my first impression of ashwin right so as the days go goes by adina one of our like mutual friends she comes to uh, comes to me and like you know uh, tries to you know like talk to me and get me like uh, into the group and then finally i talked with ashwin and this guy turned out to be the nicest guy he he like instant i don't know what happened it was like this instant ice breaker we just started making like really stupid jokes and yeah. okay a uh, quick side note quick side note to that so there yeah. was this very stu- i mean stupid activity that was conducted by one of our teachers a really yeah. nice teacher i do not mean any, like no offense <laughs> to her she's really sweet uh, but it was basically like an ice breaker so we had to write, uh, write a question anonymously and give it to the teacher and she reads it out and a fun fact i wrote an, an anonym, anonymous uh, note to steve and steve wrote an anonymous note to me so like <laughs> since the day one we are like we are behind each other yeah in romance yeah that's what it is like i said ashwin has traveled like so many countries like can you can you give like a brief list of like the countries that you've gone to like just very okay, short so it's uh, i mean Australia, Austria, Bulgaria, Belarus, um, Indonesia, Thailand, uh, a few, and then uh, yeah, my favorite South Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, yeah, honorable mentions to Austria, the most beautiful country I've ever been to. Period. Like, Is it? If, if y'all get yeah, yeah, Austria. I told you about this, didn't I? Yeah, Where, yeah, uh, I was also based. Yeah, yeah, the mountains. So it's basically just snow-capped mountains, and you can see these tiny city, like orange cities, dotted all, like between these mountains. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, dude. Like I was like I, I remember distinctly having the start, like thinking, 
you know what? If I die right now, I would die a happy man because I've seen everything that happened. Damn. Obviously, the second country you always keep talking about South Korea, so that must be a se- like second best, I guess, or first best. What no, no, like uh, Austria was the, the prettiest country I've been to. Like it was the most uh, beautiful country I've been to. But South Korea, dude, South Korea is my favorite country, my hands down. Like, is it? Why South is that? Korea is ahead of the game, like in every way possible. Okay, like the nicest people, the yeah. most advanced country you'll ever go to because it is. incredible like the whole uh, country over there like it's just the tiny things they have figured out the tiny things so well that like you you keep questioning oh, like on a everyday basis like why is this not in any other place like why am oh. i not seeing this everywhere this is the most like smartest this is the smartest way of doing this thing and like they're not implementing yeah. it just these and, and for the ones that don't know ashwin has like uh, stayed in like south korea for at least a year So, like, what, like when you say the tiny changes, like, like explain to me, like, what do you mean tiny changes? Because yeah, so uh, basically, there's this uh, instead of having uh, paper cups, right, like over there, which yeah. like takes a lot of space, and uh, you know, it's completely you uh, like completely of no use after that. They have yeah. uh, tiny sheets of paper, like it's about uh, four by four by two inches, maybe, and it's yeah. basically. uh a small bag like a paper bag and that's okay. what they used to like uh drink water and that's basically you can crumple it up it's it, it, like it's not and, as and it doesn't as spill a, through it no not, not nothing no none damn no what is yeah so it's like like the tiny thing like i'm i'm sure i could give you many examples and just not and and how is it that when you went to like south korea you figured the language and how do you like you know speak to them Oh, okay so uh, obviously you use the rosetta stone of languages you learn the cuss words first <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, i figured that out pretty quick guess <laughs> yeah. i have a knack for that so how do you turn uh, yeah. out to like just cuss and just you know how how do you get away with that oh no i don't cuss at everyone but i was screaming okay. with these kids right? and uh, you know like teenagers like obviously you show uh, like elders some respect Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, no, like, not not some respect, like, respect. Full respect. Yeah. yeah, full respect. <laughs> so, uh, and the kids like they're always, you know, they're basically kids. They're Korean kids, right? Yeah. And yeah. they're all over the place, and they're all constantly cussing at each other, and <laughs> and they uh, uh, they keep picking, like some kids keep picking on in in a nice way. So I pick yeah. uh, pick on them again, <laughs> and I'm a bigger guy. Like these are these are tiny tiny kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mess with them a little more, and uh, yeah, that's where I learn how to cuss. so yeah nice. i mean like these kids taught me yeah it was fun and and obviously like one of the questions that people have uh in like when they hear like south korea and all the advanced technology that they have is like mm-hmm. uh like when you if you if you, if i were to visit south korea let's say tomorrow i mean that's not possible right now but let's say hypothetically i were to visit mm-hmm. tomorrow what should i be doing first Like or uh, what are some of the things I should be doing before I get out of there? Okay, uh, things to do in Korea. There's a ton to it. Okay, you you've got to experience the food over there. The food is nothing like you've ever tasted, like at all. Is it? Uh, is it really good? I, yeah, 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 the food is like incredible. You have no idea. It's it's my it's probably my favorite cuisine uh, of all the places. Uh, the barbecue is insane. They have. Uh, indoor barbecues by the way they've got like chimneys at every table that is like uh and it's it's like charcoal barbecues and all of that it's they've figured all this down 
My mouth was it's, it's incredible. Yeah, like literally every piece of meat they have they have uh, crafted to perfection. Uh, they have their own chicken. Uh, own chicken. It's called own chicken. So it's uh, Korean fried. Mean? Like yeah, it's like their own version of chicken. So uh, you know how there's like national chicken, there's Korean fried chicken, and oh uh, oh, oh, oh yeah. So their the own recipe for chicken. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's basically KFC, but like way better, dude. The, just the normal fried chicken, right? It's yeah, yeah, they've yeah. figured it out like so well. Like uh, they're very, very calculative about this. They, wait, wait, wait. They look at what is mm-hmm. is southern fried chicken from uh, South Korea? No, no, I don't think so. No, no, no that's right? definitely yeah, not. Right. I mean, even Korean cuisine is just uh, starting to rise now with all the mukbangs and all of that. Before oh, yeah, it was yeah, completely, yeah. Uh, yeah. Before that was completely unknown. You've got to experience the nightlife over that, like the. the hotspots college hotspots uh not the clubs but like just the streets itself uh, it's it's great energy dude like beautiful energy yeah. you get like you get to see uh, people performing on the streets um, oh like new york just, mm-hmm, yeah pretty much and these guys these people are talented motherfuckers man i'm telling you these guys are like really talented in everything they do like yeah. there's like people singing in one corner like a whole group dancing in one corner it's it's really good mm-hmm, you got to experience that and uh uh third thing final thing i'm going to leave you with this like in with south like when it comes to the yeah. south korea is you've got to experience the cafes these guys mm. have i don't know what it is but like their cafes they have different kinds of cafes you're not going to believe this they have uh, like dog cafe dog cafes raccoon oh, cafes yeah, i've heard of these dog yeah. cafes yeah 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 They've got raccoon cafes. They've got uh, like gaming, gaming uh, cafes. Aren't the raccoons the ones that fart? No, those are skunks. Oh uh, no, those are skunks. Skunks. Never mind. Yeah, yeah uh, raccoons are the 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 thieves basically. They basically they're trash pandas. They go through okay. trash and just like yeah. So and they're really cute and they're really shy though. So and so and so uh, when you like drink your cup of coffee, they come and sit on you. uh i mean no these uh, these raccoons are very shy if you have to go towards them like the dogs they are very oh. friendly they come and like come, like they just fall on you and like you get to cuddle with them and all Dude, that that is such a cool yeah. concept yeah that is that is brilliant and it's not just that they've got so many different kinds of cafes there's uh, it's uh, it's all of them specialize in one thing so that's how generally mm. works over there so there's a desert cafe um there's two that tons to like like the corn for them yeah yeah, yeah. damn man that country yeah. like just by what you've told me and just by you know what i've searched online that country is uh, you you'll have to go there it's like at least once yeah it's it's a yeah it's a hidden gem too like people don't think of it as a, a tourist destination you've got a concert as a tourist tourist yeah. destination it's like like i mentioned before you're a, a like a, an avid reader right you love reading yeah like how many hours i mean do you spend a lot of hours a day reading uh i mean i try to get at least one hour a day every yeah. single day like without fail but like some days uh, if it's a really good book and i really want to like get it over with as in you know sort of interest and not like uh yeah uh sheer force right if if it's interesting to me i would uh, probably spend 2 hours a day and that's mm. like people think that's that's not much like oh if you got to read you got to read a lot yeah. like that's that's not the case it it's, it adds up over time so uh, just yeah. 
having a tiny habit of like reading every single day for a particular amount of time so i read like one hour a day i try to get one hour a day at least one hour a day okay so yeah. both of us know this like at least people of our age are commonly not interested that much into reading like they are more mm-hmm. of like uh just just more of like party life you know more of like yeah. texting culture more of like social media culture and less of like reading books and uh, yeah. i i don't want to be like the guy that says uh, reading is the ultimate way of like you know getting information or anything but it's it's a good habit to have yeah uh, yeah it's a good habit to have so in your opinion like what got it like what got you into start uh, reading and like how do you think like just normal people that want to read but you know don't know how to do it uh, should you know continue forward mm-hmm. okay so i'll start off with how i started uh, it's pretty simple you've got to be a loner <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you've got to have no friends zero friends that's when you start yeah that's that, that start. is characteristic yeah yeah so okay so my mom got me started, like my mom got me started uh, i was pretty young around 6 okay. or 7 is when she oh. like used to buy me uh, comic books and just i used to really enjoy them it was comic books at the time and yeah. oh yeah so this is like tip number 1 start off very easy some start off with something you really enjoy you mm-hmm. would like to like re- keep reading because if you just start off with the the most like if you start off with like the original species you're not going to uh, stick to the habit. yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, th- that is actually really good advice because uh because one, one of the one of the reasons for why I got into reading at least was like oh I feel so dumb at least I need to get some information. And one of the mm-hmm. biggest mistakes people do like with that sort of mentality is they pick the most hardest book ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah with with the hopes of you know getting the best information out of it uh, out of it. So w- when you do that yeah. you like get off track very easily and you're not interested you're setting yourself up for failure exactly i was really lucky to have this uh, uh, teacher uh, like she was a social studies teacher okay. and um, uh, she used to talk about these books like like these dan brown books uh-huh. about uh, the holy grail and uh, the illuminati and mm-hmm. i was fascinated i was hooked to it. and yeah, then i started yeah. reading uh, dan brown books dan brown books and then i went to ashton sanghi and then different authors popped up it was that's how i got started like with like fiction so you, books. So you started so, off with fiction initially i started off with fiction yeah yeah i i didn't think i would like ever uh, pick up a self help book back then because obviously <laughs> i'm a young dumb teenager because i don't need it Uh, yeah, yeah. like i'm i'm smart enough i know what i'm doing i can figure it out right yeah <laughs> yeah uh and then um uh the first time i picked up a self uh, i mean not self help but like non fiction book was when i was coming back from my second trip to korea uh, in december and when like I, when you were coming was, back when i was coming back uh, in the airport i uh, in hong kong i remember this very clearly mm-hmm. uh, in hong kong i picked up uh, i saw this book called tools of titans now i'll tell you why this i'll tell you why this book uh, was attractive to me okay. uh, remember how i told you like i i was into percy jackson right like i found yeah. it very fascinating yeah and uh, titans are like basically the mm, you yeah. know rivals yeah. of gods and they're trying to like So yeah. I was like what is this book and I picked it up and then it was about like self and I'm like oh you know what I think I think it's high time I give this a try and I bought yeah. it and do that one book tools of titans guys it is it is a masterpiece man 
like Tim Ferriss has written very well. It's basically, I'll tell, I'll give you a gist of what the book is. Yeah. Uh, so it's hundred world class performers. So that's uh, let it be acting. So there's uh, uh, Jamie Fox and like so many other actors in there, like uh, Arnold uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, we've also got uh, people like Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, no, Mark Zuckerberg wasn't in it. Like we've got many good entrepreneurs in there, like uh, Kevin Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Rose, these kind of people. Seth Gordon, uh, one of the people. Yeah. Uh, Jocko Willink, these kind of people, right? Like three people from yeah. like very different backgrounds and very different. Yeah. Uh, uh, even even Jimmy Fallon and Kevin Hart and all are there, right? Oh, that's in uh, Tribe of Mentors, the next book. Oh, okay, that's a different one. Okay. Tribe of, yeah, yeah, to, uh, yeah. But like uh, Tribe, like Tools of Titans is basically advice from these. Like, so they are routines yet uh, they are. Tactics for like how they manage stress, do uh, basically keep themselves motivated, all kinds of stuff, like yeah. literally every single thing. And uh, basically, this guy Tim Ferriss interviews these uh, interviewed these people uh, on his podcast, the Tim Ferriss Show. Check it out, literally, guys. Every you bought, uh, surely a joking Mr. Feynman, great yeah. book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's an autobiography of uh, Richard Feynman. Uh, yeah, he was a physicist and. Uh, Worked on the Manhattan Project, basically helped build the atomic bomb. Uh, great guy, like he, he was a uh, he was a, like polymath. Like this guy, this guy played the bongo drums, uh, mm-hmm. learned painting like really late in his life, and like visited like con- like constantly visited strip clubs and to like learn pick up artistry, like all this kind of thing. This guy was and this amazing. guy was learning different languages like all the time. Yeah, he's all like, the time. Yeah, he's like so seamless, and that is one of the you know like fascinating things about him. Because like I'm trying to learn languages now, and I give up like you know after like five or six days. But this guy is like constantly learning new languages, so that's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Now that you've read like you know a lot of non-fiction books, and obviously you've recommended uh, Tools of Titans right now. But mm-hmm. uh, besides that, is there anything? Uh, that you know, anyone that's getting into the non-fiction area should like you know, take up and read. Uh, Man Search for Meaning. That's a that's mm. a great book. Mm. Uh, but uh, okay, I oh, I enjoyed the first half of the book where before he gets like his actual story, like his actual uh, incidents in the Holocaust. So it's yeah. basically a Holocaust survivor, and he uh, recollects his. I mean, like he counts his. Uh, like the incidents that happened over there, and then he gets into like a more uh, psychological, scientific perspective. I I enjoyed the story more. I think that was the only time where yeah, like a non-fiction book that I enjoyed the storytelling more than the uh, actual like information that was being thrown at me. So uh, yeah. check that out. It's an easy read. I mean, the first half of it. Just small mm-hmm. book, yeah. Nice. All right. So moving on, I feel like. Uh, one one topic that both of us are really passionate about is like education in general and mm-hmm. to bring context this we're, we're obviously talking at least as of now talking about the Indian education system and obviously yeah. we can go to the overall education system all around the world if you want to but right now talking about the edu- education system in India I mean it's messed up like there's yeah, no going like about it it's it's totally broken and it's messed up like most most of the places in the world it's not just india even like in like very developed countries like uh, usa and stuff it's broken over there as well but it's it's too broken in india in my opinion and uh, i want to add context to this ashwin Mm -hmm. is like really interested into business and entrepreneurship and stuff 
and obviously school is not a place for like entrepreneurs and business people like it yeah. kills all business in you it just mm-hmm. trains workers and i've had this discussion uh, with ashwin before school breeds workers that's all they do they don't build create so wait, wait, uh, another thing uh, school uh, breeds employer employees and uh, more lecturers that's all it does exactly and like okay so before before i get on to like a whole ranting session about the education like according to you what is messed up let's get off like let's get let's get on that path first okay uh, my first problem problem is subjectivity too it's just okay. yeah uh, I, i mean that but that's that's again like a very uh uh vague problem right like yeah. we can't uh, accommodate so many people for like so many thing, different things i'm what i'm worried about the standardized standardization of like the the portions Mm, and mm. it's just complete like i'm not even going to talk about how out of date it is like that's that's not that <laughs> argument but it's completely yeah, completely irrelevant like like oh, imagine you're getting your yeah so we're starting bba like bachelor of business administration and uh, it's like very like so much theory right like but think about yeah. it like tomorrow you go for tomorrow you go for an interview who who in this same mind is going to ask you uh, define assets Uh, okay if you if you think about it uh we almost all like i'd say 80% of the dba students know the definition of assets but they don't know actually how it works and what it is yeah, yeah. because uh, 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 you've read uh, did you read richard porat's uh, no no i didn't read the whole thing no yeah so that book uh, defines uh, assets in a very uh, uh, nice way like in a very practical way right yeah. and it's completely different from what we've learned and it just yeah i it gets me thinking like this this guy like this uh, robert kiyosaki the guy that wrote richard porter this guy is yeah. is you know he walks the he walks the talk like he has, yeah. he know what he knows what like he has he, he like, has evidence to back up his claim exactly yeah and but on the other side when you look at the education system who is compiling all of this who is giving this like you know like the mar- like marketing is so out of date who still advertises on newspapers right. and they are seen in mind for this start it's, <laughs> it's honestly yes. sad and it's mm-hmm. and it's even it's it's even sadder and i don't know if that's even a word but that that uh, teachers don't realize that like yeah. I, i i honestly and i don't know if my teacher is listening to this but i'm sorry i'm sorry and i, I hope <laughs> you're not listening to this but I, I, the, our marketing teacher no no like Ooh. it's bad Ooh. it's bad it's it's, bad, it's not yeah. just the it's not the not just the subject that's outdated it's more of the teachers that are outdated like they've <laughs> been fed into the system a long while ago that right now even when it's like totally re- irrelevant and i know deep down in their their hearts they might know it too but they don't want to accept yeah. it yeah i mean there are a few teachers who keep you know uh, i mean obviously uh again the due respect there are really good teachers that we have yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not taking that, that you know, there are really good teachers yeah. yeah uh that really you know emphasize the point that this this doesn't really matter and this is not who you marks are not marks don't define you things of that sort yeah and like you conduct like really practical activities and things of that like so yeah we have teachers of that, uh, uh, teachers like that but again 
uh, if you think about it, it's three years of studying theory, uh, like theory that can be learned from one like MBA book that you can just find in a library or yeah. something. And uh, the, okay, so if anyone's uh, listening to this and you're like, if you consider in college or anything, I hope you're not. Uh, <laughs> but if you are, because, because no, I'm, I'm saying that because uh, look, the only reason you would you would go to college is to build your networks. That would be the number one uh, yeah. priority of yours. Like if you're going that alone, I'm sorry to say, but like you're 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 uh, setting yourself up for failure. Like you're not going to learn anything new unless you go to like seminars and like constantly you're constantly actively trying to like uh, pursue new avenues and things of that sort. If yeah, if that's the case, yeah, go for it. the argument of not all colleges are like worth going to is is a very relevant argument because like you said one of the advantages of going to college is yes it is to build your network but what if you're going to a college that is like very mediocre and has a very weak alumni and has no networks to build at all you no, are just, absolutely you're wasting your like money tons of money yeah yeah all you do is all you doing is wasting your money in in with the illusion of you know getting a degree and a job security and stuff like that mm-hmm. but in reality none of those you're you're not getting any of those so if i were to look at the same issue i would say not all colleges are go- worth going to but instead if you can end up in the best colleges that is the only situations situation where i feel like going to colleges is worth your money otherwise in the other scenario either you have to pay very little money and go to a college in 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 which uh, you don't lose any money it's just like you know uh like spare money but you also you know have a experience of college or you spend a lot of money and go to the best college don't spend a lot yeah. of money and go to mediocre colleges that's like the worst thing you can do i will yeah i'd like to say something dude okay so if you're in a, like if you're studying right now for your college like whatever you're doing whatever it, uh, you're in school you're doing your pursuing your bachelor's degree your masters whatever you you think you're learning is not sufficient in the, in the real world out there like as much as your teachers tell you that oh this is what's going to come it is not uh, do do your research like just focus on like focus on your interests so when you have when you when the period shows itself you're ready for it because uh, i think a lot of learning that you that you do should be proactive you yeah, should be yeah. uh, you should be you should try to be ready for situations if you're not that's okay just jump and do it anyways you learn from it yeah is basically what i'd like to say yeah i mean none of this are going to be easy and i know like a lot of people tell each other that it's not going to be easy but no one understands the true meaning of it's not going to be easy everyone feels mm-hmm. like ah it's not easy but it might just last for maybe a day a week a month no it might it might last for a very long time but it's during that process that you learn a lot of things in your life so yeah. things that even your parents haven't taught you your friends haven't taught you your education system hasn't taught you it's during these tough times that you that life teaches you so much and uh, yeah and and like ashwin said if there's anyone especially like i was i'm i'm a prime example of this thinking that you know if i go to college and get a degree i'm sorted for life this is i feel like a p- part of the lie that i was taught uh 
ta- taught like growing up and i believed it wholeheartedly and as the the more i got into you know new habits and this entire new environment like for the ones that are listening uh, i spent most of my life in ua i've never seen anything other than that bubble and once i came to india and so like the massive hordes of competition over here and the skill sets people have over here like just from a young age it just put a lot of things into perspective for me so uh, for example like when i came here and i and i got to realize that the people in india and just all around the world are so talented and they've been doing this from a young age it just questions what you've been doing all your life so far and puts the urgency on you right now to pick up something whatever it may be it doesn't have to be something life changing or anything just small habits that you can practice from today and you know over time you can see results in your life so it's it's like he said nothing is certain everything that you're learning in college is going to be relevant in a few years i mean it's already relevant now but even if whatever they're updating and they're teaching you it's going to be relevant in a few years so yeah. it's high time that you know update yourself with current affairs and everything that's going around and you know learn pick up new skills that's that's one thing i i can tell you but it's going to be hard it's not going to be easy but uh, yeah that's the way to survive okay, like in the, the 21st the century next, the next best thing doesn't have a textbook no nobody knows what the next big uh, next big thing is going to be unless like you do it yourself like imagine you're yeah. supposed to come with the next big idea there's no way you can possibly read read up on it and like you know just look study uh, above all uh, there is no guide to yeah for, yeah okay uh, I, i'll give you an example like people will be super confused okay steve for how many uh, years have you been planning a blog <laughs> uh zero zero yeah. i uh, planned it for like one month that's it yeah we we as soon as uh, steve and i had the idea of starting a blog we immediately jumped in like yeah. no no hesitation at all because we we are very we slack off super easily and like we knew that if we let this window pass of you know um, we'll do it next month we were never going to get around to it so we yeah. immediately like yeah. we didn't know what we were doing we jumped into it and yeah in turn out half is bad you learn things as you go along so yeah exactly and it's like you there's only so much you can learn from textbooks and from speeches and things from yeah. youtube it there's so much more that you learn just by doing it okay so that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you ashwin for joining me for this podcast thank and you for having me too yeah it's been great yeah we've had a good conversation we've touched upon like different things and for the ones listening mm-hmm. i hope you got something out of it or if, even if you didn't get any advice or life lessons out of it at least if i've made your day a little less boring uh it's good enough so let me know how you guys like the episode and uh, yeah chill out peace <laughs>